Welcome back to the Queen X Podcast, the podcast where we discuss ways to live a life with an ash-free mindset. I am your hippie host, Autumn Black, and today I'm bringing you guys an interview. I did an interview with a homegirl that I met on Clubhouse. Her name is Hannah McCall, and she is the owner of a brand called Clean Beauty for Black Girls. Honey, do you know what Clean Beauty for Black Girls is? I didn't. I was ignorant to the, the uh, to the fact at first, you know. Um, but I was enlightened and educated by a beautiful um, tutor of mine. <laughs> Nobody tell my wife now, yeah. And uh, uh, she uh, um, enlightened me to the purpose and mission and goal and just everything that clean beauty for black girls and tales, you know, encompasses. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll sign the petition. I will. I'll (laughs) sign the petition. You know, I think there needs to be a petition and clean beauty for black girls needs to be nominated as the regulatory standard for cosmetics in the United States soon the world (laughs) don't you i agree i 100 percent agree and it's funny that you say that because in the interview me and hannah actually talk about how what's good for the black woman is good for everyone right right exactly exactly so it's a win-win there's no way that you can actually do the wrong thing if you do what's right by black women and what you're gonna get it right every time and what you were telling me um about part of you know part of uh uh what she be uh, teaching on is about consumer power and you know that's a that's a that's a major thing right there and the consumer does have the power to let these big corporations know that hey i like your colors i like the way it spreads you know i'm a fan i'm you know i i so i'm a supporter but I can't take these poisons going into my skin anymore. I know better, so now I have to do better. Mm. And you got to tell them, listen, you're going to have to, we're not going to buy nothing from y'all until y'all are approved and certified by the, um, what's the name of it? Clean Beauty for Black Girls. (laughs) By the Clean Beauty for Black Girls. And that's it. That's it. They got to be the gold standard. Boom. Approved. (laughs) Well, Hannah definitely knows her stuff when it comes to environmental health. She talks a lot in this episode about what we can do as consumers to kind of put the pressure on brands to make sure that they're doing right by us and providing clean beauty for us. But she takes it a step further because she also educates brands on what they can do to be just better suited um, and for the for the economy. Yeah, and this is major because I'm going to tell you... that uh, uh, as men, you know, uh, it's nice for y'all to be, you know, dolled up, but you don't want your skin to get to the point to where you have to wear makeup all the time to cover the damage that you're doing with all the makeup and not letting your skin breathe and having these toxins and everything. So you, so if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. And do it natural. And you're going to listen to this episode and then you're going to know better. So you're going to have to do better. Because if you don't, hey, 
can't blame anybody but yourself. <laughs> so I hope that you guys enjoy this interview uh, between me and Hannah. But what do we have to do before they get to the interview? What do we got to do? We got to pay some bills. <laughs> oh. Gotcha. <laughs> So before we get into the interview, we are going to pay some bills. So do me a favor and enjoy a word from our sponsor. Royal Consciousness is a branding and consulting firm offering services to help save entrepreneurs time and money while increasing productivity. And don't we all need that? Real Consciousness focuses on community economics and support through bridging the gap by providing community empowerment and assisting in creating businesses to sustain and increase community infrastructure. You can book design services such as logo designs, album covers, promo videos, or even website designs and printing is available. I absolutely hate nothing more than having to split up my services between multiple companies because it's really too easy for miscommunication to happen. The website even has a super informative blog to help new brands get acquainted with some little known branding information. If you're in the process of launching a new business, visit the Royal Consciousness site, www.royalconsciousness.com and set up your consultation today. Hannah, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. I think I'm going to change my... Okay, let's see. Can you hear me still? Yes, I can. Okay, awesome. Perfect, perfect. Well, welcome to the Queen X podcast. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to hang out with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. My Royal Tribe is very excited to learn all about sustainable, (laughs) clean beauty. We are here to get educated and to just know how we can better contribute to being beautiful and still saving the earth at the same time. Right. (laughs) Um, So let's go ahead and hop right into it. Um, But first, I want you to introduce yourself to our audience and let everyone know who you are and what you do, Hannah. So my name is Hannah McCall and I am in the DMV area. I started Clean Beauty for Black Girls almost three years ago now and it started kind of as a blog, right? Like I just started looking into things and I was like, well, I may as well be like writing about this and sharing it with people and then it's just kind of evolved into this full-fledged company. So what was it that triggered your interest to dive into the ingredient list on your beauty products? Right. So I actually became a consultant with Beauty Counter and in doing so, it kind of exposed this underbelly of a world that I was kind of completely taking for granted, to be honest. Um, Like I, I never thought about you know, what products I'm putting on my skin and what was in them, why that mattered, what those ingredients were gonna do to my health. So I certainly didn't think that products on our shelves 
weren't safe, right? Like I never thought that they would be causing us harm. And then I read a report from the Environmental Working Group about how women of color are exposed to more toxic chemicals than our counterparts by way of just our personal care products. And it's affecting us for real. Like we have more issues with fibroids. Breast cancer is often more aggressive for us. Like that list goes on and on. And the proof is actually there because black women have more hormone related health issues. And there's been studies that have been done that tie these issues to the effects that our cosmetics, our deodorant and our hair products are having on us. And I mean, once I knew just the tip of the iceberg with that, it was like, well, I can't go back now. Like. <laughs> I'm here. Right. <laughs> wow. So, so you're literally saying that a lot of the health issues and health concerns that we may be dealing with um, are being caused by the products that we're using, what we're putting on our body. Right. And at the very least, if they're not caused by, they're definitely encouraged, promoted, pushed forward by these things. And I mean, it. When we look at the issues that we face more than let's say our white peers and then we tie that with the fact that we are using more products and our products are more harmful like 75 percent of the hair and makeup products marketed to black women are rated on a scale of medium to high risks for potential heart health harm like we can't ignore that right so <clears throat> give us an example of some of the most common products that we're using on an everyday basis that could be um, exposing our, ourselves to chemicals. Right. Um, so, I mean, it, this isn't going to be surprising, but products that seemingly center the standard of white beauty ideals are usually the worst. So skin lightening products, hair straightening products, and even in, like feminine hygiene products are generally top tier as far as causing harm but the real issue is kind of an accumulation of a few ingredients that i kind of always start with and that's parabens formaldehyde and fragrance all of these things are known endocrine disruptors and human carcinogens and what that means is when they're endocrine disruptors that's messing up our hormones and it's causing our body to mimic kind of the production of hormones so we're overproducing estrogen or underproducing estrogen and that you know ties to our fertility and then that ties to our cardiovascular systems and a lot of those ingredients are in like your face wash your moisturizing products your makeup especially foundation and anything powder and Products with fragrance are everywhere, obviously, but when it's listed as one of the top three to five ingredients, that means that there's, so ingredients are listed by a um, percentage amount. So if it's the higher up it is, the more of that ingredient there is in the product. So when fragrance is listed in the first half, it's pretty significant. And the problem with fragrance in particular is so let's say we're using these products that have parabens. We're using our face wash, our face lotion, our body wash, our hair products. We're exposing ourselves like 10 times over. The problem with fragrance is we don't actually know what makes up these, this quote unquote ingredient that companies are putting fragrance into their products because it's, it's seen as a trade secret. So they don't have to tell us. 
what cocktail chemicals they used, <laughs> you know. And for us to just put it on our faces and on, on our bodies, not even knowing what type of makeup it is that we're putting on right. our, our own skin. We have zero idea what it is. And that's just, and fragrances and everything from our laundry detergent, you know, to literally everything we use. And it's like, we just, we have no idea. There's no way of knowing until different legislation is passed. Right. So sustainability and like just being eco-friendly is not really something that is pressing or taught in the black community. I don't remember growing up and this being like something that's at the forefront of my education, even within my own household. So mm -hmm. this is something that is probably pretty foreign to a lot of people, um, especially here in the Royal Tribe, because we are all women of color, men of color, um, but we, we value ourselves. We value our bodies and our minds and we want to be as healthy um, as possible. So. Do you have suggestions for ways, um, things that we could use, uh, products or brands that we could utilize instead of these harmful chemicals that we can easily pick up at Walmart or our local Kroger or Target or wherever? So that is the biggest push right now is getting safer products accessible to in particular the black community. That, I don't think that that's fully going to happen until stricter legislation is passed. Like, but but that's feasible, right? Like California just passed a Safer Cosmetics Act, where they're kind of setting the blueprint for this being possible for companies. And the reality is, I don't think I think it's 1938 when the last legislation was even put into place for the uh, personal care products industry. So it's it's outdated obviously but right. um, what i found in a part of the growth of clean beauty for black girls was there are so many black women out here in this clean beauty space doing the work for us and that created the third arm of clean beauty for black girls and partnering with companies and trying to you know raise them up on our platform so people can find them and have access to these products it's still annoying to order things I know, I get it. Um, but you know, we also, black women in particular, I think we're like what, 7% of the population, but we account for 22% of spending in this industry. So if we start pouring our money into black owned clean beauty companies, the industry is going to have to shift. Like they're going to have to put these products in stores. I 100% agree. We need to be putting our money um, behind black businesses and especially black businesses that are doing their part to sustain and keep the earth moving and great right. and you know abundant like it needs to be for us. Right. I love that. Um, so what brands do you have um, or do you do you make products yourself? I do not. That is not my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> you like to educate. That is good. I, I'm just the talker. Um, <laughs> but no, you know, there is, again, it's something that I, that's kind of why I exist because it, it takes a lot of legwork to find companies sometimes. And once, once I've gotten in this space though, significantly with this business is people are starting to find me, which I think is great. Um, one, if you have young boys, Young King Hair Care, they actually just signed a contract with Target. So that's like one of those first really exciting moments where you see 
a black owned business start, you know, just simply because they're like, I'm not putting this on my child, right? Mm -hmm. And now they've grown to take care of the community in that same sense. So that's exciting. Um, Sabrine Cosmetics, they are pretty dope. It's three sisters who started a lip line company because they lost their aunt to breast cancer. And unfortunately, that's why a lot of people get into the space as well, because they start diving into, you know, where did this happen? How did, you know, where did this come from? Um, the wellness apothecary. There's, there's, there's a decent list that I have going. Um, if you go to cleanbeautyforblackgirls.org, they're listed there. Um, we're not affiliates with everybody. I just, when I find a company that's doing the work for us, they get to come on our platform. You know, it's just kind of, I scratch your back up and you scratch mine. <laughs> That is community. That is literally what we're here for. Right. So I, there's probably going to be a lot of people um, that are listening that maybe want to support Black-owned businesses, but maybe they don't have the the time or the resources to wait yeah. on some of these brands to be shipped to them. Yeah. So in your opinion, is there anything that we as consumers can do to add, like, advocate for our some of the other brands that we like to use mm-hmm. to be better about using clean products? Yeah, you know, I think it's one of those things that we have more access to. We have more access to companies than we used to. And obviously, we all know that's the power of social media. And I think by starting with like one or two ingredients, like start with parabens and formaldehyde, especially for black women, Mm -hmm. look at your products, the ones that you love, the ones that you don't ever want to give up. And if that ingredient exists, like, I would reach, I've done this on Twitter several times because companies are quick to respond on Twitter. Like, I'll just say, why do you know what this does? And I think that there's a lot of power in that, especially because of what went down with Johnson and Johnson just a few years ago and how they, you know, intentionally cause harm to black women simply to make a buck. So I think if we put pressure on companies, I know that large corporations can make safer products if small businesses can do it, they certainly can. It's just take, and take some pressure. Mm-hmm. So for those of those that are listening that don't know what happened with Johnson & Johnson, can you kind of touch base on that a little bit? Sure. So um, baby powder had talc in it. They tested it. They knew this. They knew it was causing harm to our ovaries. They knew it was causing cancer. And it's it's documented and recorded that in one of their meetings to shift you know do we take this off the market what do we do and i'm speaking about this in layman terms um but they they basically said um let's shift our marketing to overweight black women and athletic black women and that's what they pushed baby powder on and this again is after and because they found out that it causes cancer wow the complete right. disregard for human life. That's 100%. what we're saying. But we we know this, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, as a result of that, they I think that there was a lawsuit and a couple. There was a, quite a few people that got some money. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, that's great. We like to see that. We like to see them be held accountable. But you know, that's just. I'm still just. You know, people that lost their lives, people that lost their ability to have mm-hmm. kids. Like it's still just not okay. So I. 
the, the more knowledge we can accumulate and the more pressure we can put, whether we're just not buying from them or whether we're asking the right questions, I see it as, you know, reactive over proactive. Like we can't afford to just be trusting companies anymore. Right. Which is why uh, I'm so ecstatic that you and I were able to find each other so that we could spread this word so I can have you tell people um, about your blog and the things that you're doing to educate. I watched one of your Instagram, um, your IGTV videos that you did a phenomenal job um, educating. I don't know what you were doing it for, but you had a (laughs) presentation. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that was a keynote speech I just did. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> yes, it was it was phenomenal. If you guys are listening and you have a chance to go to what's your Instagram page? It's Clean Beauty for Black Girls. Go and watch that video. I think it was maybe like what 15 or 20, 25 minutes, but Yeah, it's about it was, 15 minutes, I think. Yeah, education packed. I learned a lot and I really enjoyed the section that you did where you were specifically talking about the chemicals that are the chemical plants that are predominantly put in black areas and just the abundance of chemicals that we're not only, you know, taking in through our bodies um, based off of the products we're using, but they have these plants in our neighborhoods. So we're breathing in these toxins also. Right. And that, and that's another thing I accidentally found out, you know, by doing this work, I was just like, man, like they're hitting us at the front and then they're like, we're going to hit you again. And then we're going to hit you the third time. Cause you're going to come into my hospital and I'm not going to believe you. So it's like, it's an intentional racist system again, that we're facing, but it's one that I think because we just, we have so little access to think any anyways sometimes in a lot of black communities that this isn't even something it's not even something we thought about it's not something we talked about like we didn't talk about we didn't talk about like you know not using plastic containers growing up because there might be bpa in them we didn't talk about you know we just didn't talk about any of those things so it's just it's Something I think that comes with the evolution of this generations and the ones after us where we kind of pick up the torch and was like, okay, that was good enough before, but where are we moving and how are we getting better? Right. And so I love the fact that you have just taken on, taken it kind of as your responsibility to educate and to care for. This is just another way that Black women are um, are showing up and caring not only for other black women and other black people, but it's like that saying, what's good for black women is good for everyone. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I find that so much in like just working with business owners in this space. Like you just, it's almost overwhelming how much, like what you just said is manifested in black women just doing the work. Like They'll just see an empty slot and be like, okay, I'll fill it. Don't worry. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I see a need. Okay, let me go ahead and handle this and take care of it. Right. I've never, ever seen a black woman put something on her shoulders that she's going to take care of that hasn't benefited everyone as a whole. Exactly. Oh, that's so true. That's a (laughs) t-shirt. Right? (laughs) It is literally just the way that we work. We are not looking to hurt or harm or oppress anyone we are looking for holistically for the empowerment and the betterment of mankind so absolutely 
what are the what are ways that we as the royal tribe can help to support you hannah and your your you've taken this on your shoulders and we want to help support you and all the things that you do to bring clean beauty to our neighborhoods to um to our kids to our our kings and our queens um how can we support you you know i mean it's kind of like the like follow share thing the more exposure that clean beauty for black girls gets the bigger we can grow and um, we have a lot on the books for this year so share with people that need to know share with people who don't want to know <laughs> we do have a donate button if you want to contribute that way um, and definitely help support you know all of clean beauty for black girls sisters that are out here actually making the products not only that are made for our melanin and our coils but that are doing that in the sense of like i don't want to cause your health harm right i love that so i do want to ask you because i know a lot of people when they hear clean beauty and they hear going natural and using all natural products they're literally mm -hmm. thinking about using um food around <laughs> or you know just natural oils and things what is what are your thoughts on using products that you buy from a clean beauty um, brand versus literally just going and smashing up an avocado and using that as a face mask or right. putting um, lemon juice on your face as you know a, a toner or whatever people do um, what are your thoughts on on those two things so I think I'm not above a good avocado hair mask, right? I get it. It's sometimes it's fun. I don't know if that is a sustainable lifestyle for anyone unless, you know, you're really into that. So, but I think what also where we have a big misconception is clean beauty doesn't have to be without man-made things and it doesn't have to be without it doesn't have to be all natural in the sense of, like you said, food from the ground up. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why not all of us create beauty products, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a scientist. I, I don't have any idea about the consistency of things, but I do know that science is on our side in the sense of we can take a small amount of some plant and make it go far with the product by removing actual chemicals like for example talc that we were talking about before it's in a lot of pigmented powders um, and that's by a way of just how it's harvested it's a natural resource that comes from the ground it's just also generally um, what's what contaminated with asbestos so it comes back to responsible sourcing mm -hmm. over over most other things. And I think that's where clean beauty to me basically says you're not going to do harm. And when you find an ingredient that does harm, you're going to take it out and find an alternative. I, I'm not sure we have to be, for lack of a better phrase, completely crunchy about this. Um, and I don't even know if it's safe for us to be creating our own products in our kitchen because I know lemon juice can be really bad for your skin. And I used to do that all of the time. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it's a catch twenty two. Like I don't think it's ever gonna be perfect, but nothing nothing is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I think I love what you said at the beginning when you said that we are not all 
you know, making skincare products. And there's a reason why. Um, mm-hmm. So we definitely leave it up to the professionals taking into consideration that you and I don't have the same skin type. We don't have the same skin problems. And so what works for one YouTube guru may not work for your next average Joanne, you know? Exactly, exactly. So I can tell you guys right now, I am looking at the the, the clean beauty for blackgirls.org website. And the first three blog um, articles that I see published on here, cosmetics and your fertility, what's in your eyeshadow, and choose clean and safe when regrowing your edges. Now, all the people, all of the sisters that are listening to this podcast (laughs) right now, I know at least two out of three of those articles apply to you. So there's absolutely no reason why you're not clicking on the link in the description and heading to the website. Um, What's the website again for us, Hannah? Cleanbeautyforblackgirls.org. Yes, a very important topic, something that we don't pay attention to and listen to enough of. So please let Hannah be your guide on this topic when she's introducing amazing, all natural, clean products for black women. And at the same time, educating us on how we can do better, um, holding brands accountable and just participating in clean energy and clean products. Um, I love products that are in glass jars because I hate, I absolutely hate plastic. Again, back to keeping the earth happy. (laughs) Right? If you do right by the earth, I feel like she'll do right by us. Period. I mean, she, she's been trying to tell us. (laughs) (laughs) And now we need to listen. Um, So is there anything else that we need to be looking out for with Clean Beauty for Black Girls in 2021? Anything that you have coming up that you want to share with us? So this is the year of expansion for Clean Beauty for Black Girls. Um, I want to expand what we offer in this space already. And for me, that looks like an annual empowerment conference, hopefully this year. If we do virtual, we'll do virtual. It is what it is, Um, where we can learn and consume together. And it also looks like creating an arm of Clean Beauty for Black Girls that partners with venture capitalists and who creates a bridge between them and those who are looking to start a clean business in the name of keeping our community safe and keeping you know keeping us with options on the table We love to see it. We can't wait to support. Um, Guys, go and hit the donate button on the cleanbeautyforblackgirls.org website. Help and support Hannah and her mission in any way that you can. I absolutely love it. Um, And Hannah, I hope that to see you pretty soon. If you do um, end up having your event, whether it's virtual or not, um, keep me posted. I'll be checking your Instagram page for it because I love to hop in on and and show up and support events and, you know, share with all of my community. so if it's virtual, then you will definitely be seeing multiple members of the Phoenix tribe up in that thing. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I appreciate it. Again, we rise together, right? We rise together. Exactly. Oh, I love I love getting Black women together because just the empowerment and the love that we have for each other, the support for each other's platforms and what we do, um, what's good for the Black woman is good for everyone. I like it. Right. <laughs> Well, thank you again, Hannah, for taking time out of your day to hang out with the Royal Tribe. Um, We will be seeing you very soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.
told you guys that Hannah was a well of knowledge and information. I mean, sis really cares, genuinely cares, not for selfish reasons. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm sure she wants her skin to be fly too, but the fact that she goes all out and beyond to make sure that all of us are aware of how we can take care of our skin, what we can do to just stay healthy, um, to be mindful of the things that we're breathing in. I mean, we got to say thank you. Thank you, Hannah. We really appreciate you taking the time out to do this interview um, and, and come on and spend time with the Royal Tribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so definitely, guys, make sure that you go and you follow her on Instagram so that you can stay up to date whenever she does other live videos or she posts Instagram TV videos so you guys can stay up on just new brands that you can try, black-owned brands that are providing clean beauty um, and whatever else she got going on. We support Hannah and everything she does for clean beauty for black girls. I also want to give a big thank you to this month's sponsor, Royal Consciousness, for investing in the Queen X podcast brand. We appreciate and just adore you guys so much. Thank you so much for being a part of uh, us building a community. Um, oh, I did want to let you guys know also that, that they do carry incense online. You can tap on to their website um, and order you some incense. And you know me and me and Mr. Black do love our incense, so I'm definitely going to be tapping in and gathering some of those. Hey, hold on now. Before y'all get out of here, make sure you go and get your I Am Woman Reflection Journal and your Ash Free Thoughts Journal as well. The Ash Free Thoughts just got blank pages just for you to just flood those lines with all of your inner thoughts and desires and then you can go to the i am woman reflection journal and have a guided journaling experience yep one of a kind tailored specifically for you thank you honey that was very nice (laughs) you can actually go and pick both of those up on amazon the link will be in the description for this episode um don't forget to follow me over on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Queen X Pod. You can find me on Clubhouse once or twice a week at Queen X Pod also. And that's all I have for this week, guys. I will see you next week. Peace.